guys, welcome to the 249 podcast. My name's Courtney, co-owner and coach at CrossFit 249. Each week I'm going to be speaking to members and experts on various topics including fitness, health, nutrition, mindset and everything involved in creating a healthy and functional life. This week we're talking all about us, our fitness journeys and how we got into CrossFit. Just recording. Mm-hmm. Blue. There we go, recording. That was, that was a terrible clap. That was awful. That was bad. That was pitiful. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> clap like a real person. Why can't we get this clap? Like, absolutely useless. Yeah, I'm working on that. He's going to have a clap. <laughs> 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 ourselves which seems a bit self-indulgent but you know you, I guess you want to for me at least I feel like I want to have a bit of an insight into the people that I'm listening to and also um, I think it would be useful to sort of talk about how we all got into like fitness CrossFit specifically maybe um, just because I think I don't know if you guys have experienced this but sometimes I might be talking to people and they have that assumption that I've always been into fitness, like since I was a teenager, you know, my whole life, I've always been into health, fitness, whatever. Um, And obviously, well, not obviously, but for me, that was not the case. Um, Mm. And so, yeah, I just thought it'd be good to bring some understanding into us and our stories, into how we got here. How did we all get into this room together? (laughs) That's a story. (laughs) (laughs) So... Any volunteers to start? Well, then I'll start, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so um, if you can't recognise my voice, I'm Bernie. You haven't worked that one out yet. Uh, Bernard, <laughs> sorry. All right, let's make me sound really old. Okay, I'm not as old as everybody thinks. What you missed there was he actually called you Bernard. Bernard, oh, yes, Bernard. <laughs> and you are really old. Let's Bernard, go. I am not that old. <laughs> I, am, I am in my late 30s. That is it. All right, thank you very much. Just because I'm not as young as you, Josh. Rude. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been into like sports, not all sports, just some for a very long time. I've n- never until recently been into fitness, no, because I was terrible at it. I was the fat kid. I was the fat kid, and from seven up, I was a very fat person. And <laughs> and as I got older, it became less noticeable. So um, so yeah, I, I've only been into fitness probably for. Probably for about 11 years, 10, 11 years. It's definitely been a, a little little while now. Um, but before that, it was just mainly sport. I did a few different sports when I was younger. I was terrible athletics. I could not run. I could not jump. I could not do a great deal of things. The only thing I could do was shot put. So that was pretty much what I did in school, shot put. Uh, and rugby. That was my main sport, was rugby. So, um, And yeah, then I stopped doing that when I hit the under 13s I think 
and um, just because I just stopped more than anything else. Um, and then that was it. Didn't do anything. <laughs> Got more lazy, more overweight. Um, at my largest, uh, I was uh, noticeably chunky. I was a four inch waist and not doing any fitness. Not even really walking. Um, I suppose the only other thing I've ever done in my life that was kind of like out, outdoorsy was when I was in the Scouts. Um, we used to go for walks, go hiking everywhere. But yeah, as, as, a, as a kid, I was not a sporty person. And then, yeah, stumbled across um, a book, actually. It was called uh, The Truth About Six Pack Abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it'd been written by this guy who'd basically come up with a version of CrossFit and um, said about needing to train at high intensity and doing a combination of different movements to get fit and the only way you can get six pack abs is by eating right and training regularly that was pretty much it and yeah when I found that book that was, that was it I was like oh okay I actually quite like moving weights around this is quite fun and uh, then stumbled across uh CrossFit about a year later. Yeah, about a year, year after that. I'm like, okay, right, now I really love fitness. This is good. And started training at um, CrossFit Stone Towers with Ross, who's, yeah, who's the, the nicest guy. When I first met him, he was a little bit quiet. I don't think it had been long since he'd taken over the box, to be fair, before it had uh, been owned by a different person. And... Uh, but yeah, nicest guy, really good fun atmosphere. I was like, okay, I like this. This is this is it. This is good. I enjoy this. And uh, yeah, start to get really strong, start to get really fit. And, uh, and yeah, it just went from there. Start thinking, oh, people do competitions. This sounds fun. Okay, what can we do? Where's where's the next competition? And uh, yeah, then start going from there. I was like, oh. Saw that you could do the level one for I'd quite like to get into coaching as well. So and that's it. Went from there and I'm here I am <laughs> in this room. Been coaching for I've been coaching fitness for nine years nearly. Uh but CrossFit specifically for four years now. And uh Yeah, because your fitness coaching's definitely had different different iterations as well, hasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, I've gone through loads of stuff. I've been a circuits instructor I've been a spin instructor I've done a very brief stint of aerobics ha! very Sorry. brief <laughs> I, just, I just can't even picture that in my head <laughs> I still remember my aerobics exam I remember the entire five minute routine I could show you it I'm not going to don't anyone ask me please. I was about to yes. say we need to include that yeah, as footage with the podcast clip that I put no, on Instagram so. uh, and there is footage online actually of me and two of the other people in my course doing an aerobics thing as a warm up okay we're going to find that for you guys will, don't worry I will find it I will find it it looks awful <laughs> uh, outside Canterbury College in front of people oh. great um yeah, so I've, I've done a few different things in fitness. Like, I was a spin instructor for quite a while, actually. I was a spin instructor for about... Yeah, you were still instructing spin yeah, when six, I met you. Years. I enjoyed your spin. I've done a couple of your spin classes. Uh, everybody that's done my spin class said that they thoroughly enjoyed it, which I think is insane because I was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I think that's horrible. Was... I, I made people work yeah. so hard. You are always sadistic. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> yeah, Bernie loves burpees, so if you needed like an insight into his mind, like that's that's it, I think. Uh, yeah, and thrusters. I, I yeah. like a thruster now. I never used to, but I do. I do like a thruster. I'm getting into thrusters. Oh, no. Yes, Josh. Yes. That's because your mobility is getting better and now yeah. you can actually do them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, it's all about CrossFit for me. That's it. It's the only way. What? Why? Why does CrossFit stand out to you, not those other things that you dabbled in? <sighs> so, so I, I, uh, I think I prefer CrossFit mainly because it's constantly changing. Because every day is a different workout. Even when we go back to and we retest other pro workouts that we've done before, it's it's always different. And I think, we, like with a retest, you can go in with like a different strategy or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, so you, it does or feel you change different. the weights because you got stronger, or you can change your you, your fitness levels improve. So you could do the same weights you did before, but you can push a bit faster. That kind of thing. Or your mobility is improved, so you can get into positions easier. Um, Josh. But yeah, so because I've got quite a short attention span for a lot of things, I've had probably easily sixty hobbies in my life, and I yeah, <laughs> so it's really good for that as well, like keeping me engaged because it's always different, um, and the workouts are just hard, and I really like that. Like some of them are like today's workout is that quite nice short one that we're doing with the squats and the running that, that, that's an easy day that's quite nice but the oh, I wonder if the members oh. can work out what day we're recording this now yeah. <laughs> maybe um, but yeah some of them are so hard and they're the ones where you're laying on the floor at the end you're like what am I doing but there is something I say this to lots later. of people where you're laying on the floor thinking oh my god am I dead but then you just turn around to somebody and go like cool see you tomorrow yeah. Like there's something about it that makes yeah. you want to do that yeah. again. <laughs> it just releases the right chemicals in your head and you're like, oh, I need to do that again. Tomorrow's another day we can see to do that. I've literally had workouts where I've been laying on the floor, couldn't breathe, like felt horrendous and immediately thought, next time I do that, I would do this, 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 you know, yeah. and, or yeah. like, oh, I could do that again tomorrow. What was, what was the, so it was the, the one power clean three handstand push-ups five wobble workout when mm. we got to the end of that we were broken we're like well next time <laughs> next time I can still I put a picture of myself on Instagram after doing that workout and I can see that image clear as day I was not well but I did that workout again very recently yeah yeah <laughs> It gives That's you really bonding moments as well. Like, yeah. I didn't realise our friendship reached a new level for me after 16.5 when you pulled my knee from yourself for me. So, yeah, me and Bernie are close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, then my assault bike workouts were me and Courtney laughing at you. That was oh. really oh. Because you were rocking out the floor. my memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. That was horrendous. Was that when we were doing 100 calories a day, every yeah. day for how I'm sure that wasn't that workout, though, because I would not subject myself to that. But it was an acid bath, but it was something similar no, to that. No, it, was, it, was it wasn't a... It was definitely intervals. Yeah. I remember that. It was something. <clears throat> it was something it was it just, just like on the bike. Do an interval and then try and hold that number something. of calories it was something like that it's anyway I did not have a I good time eat. but yeah. Josh you really didn't you have a good time you rolled around the floor again more footage that we need to dig just, out to yeah. show everybody there's just no position I could be in that was comfortable you, and was you tried no, several yeah, and tried. you covered a large you rolled around <laughs> you crawled you rolled again <laughs> it was very funny it's 
seeing as how you like to put yourself into these dark places, how did you find yourself here? Here? God. Um, again, I wasn't into fitness as a kid. Um, I didn't do any sports at school. All I'd done when I was a teenager, sorry mum, was drink alcohol <laughs> and take tons of drugs. That was my life for the longest amount of time. Didn't you touch skateboard though when you were a kid as well? That doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. Come on. Oh, I, I to... can hear all the skateboards oh, no. turning off I right now. To... I just made it to the Olympics, Josh. <laughs> I just used to go to the skate park, get a little stoned and fuck about a bit <laughs> the skateboard was basically for me just a full back plan for something to sleep on if I couldn't find somewhere to go <laughs> <laughs> I, I always sort of ran I don't know why those running was always a part of my life even that like on sports day I used to run the 800 metres and 1500 metres and somehow win don't know how I'd done that because <laughs> I distinctly remember smoking fags before them as well so that was good and then I started doing CrossFit originally because I knew I wanted to join the army so I knew I had to get some level of fitness and I was working at a call centre and there was a CrossFit gym next door which was actually Stone Towers but it was before Ross owned it it was a guy called James I think it was called East Kent CrossFit and it was just fun like I'd been to the gym before but just sort of lost I was that person that just sort of turned up benched a bit because who doesn't want a huge chest like Arnie right bro and then I went home <laughs> <laughs> you're a bro lifter um, before you're a crossfitter yeah, yeah. well I wouldn't even say bro lifter I was that person that went had no idea what they were doing the whole time and then just sort of went home without really achieving anything so it gave me direction and then obviously I joined the army and they just thrashed me to death for four years of my life so and then when I got out of the army, I powerlifted, probably from when I was out of the army for a year or two, and then lockdown happened. Oh no, there was just a period again of no fitness. I just yes, really I didn't think you were that close to, to no, it wasn't. Lockdown. I'd done CrossFit again actually, because yeah. I joined uh, Swell CrossFit, which is how I met both of you. And then uh, yeah, stopped doing CrossFit there just because I did. So I started powerlifting, basically. Done powerlifting. Lockdown happened, got bored. Can't powerlift at home. There's only so many push-ups and escorts you can do. Killed me. So I started doing a bit of CrossFit then, actually. There was a... Who was it? The old dude that done laps of his garden. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Captain there was, like, a wad for him. And that would be the first CrossFit wad I'd done back. Because me and Alex done that in his garden and then drank a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, which is quite counterproductive. But it was lockdown, what else was there to do? Drink. <laughs> and then after lockdown, I started getting into kickboxing, weirdly, and knew I wanted to get fit for that. So I started doing CrossFit, but could only afford one of them, so I gave up kickboxing and just started doing CrossFit again. And then moved back to the area, messaged Bernie, he was always busy, and it was the one Saturday of the year you wasn't open that I tried to drop in. <laughs> so a couple of months later, <laughs> I joined. And now I've been coaching for a couple of months. Yeah, well, you sort of started, like, shadow coaching stuff, I think, through, like, August and then, yeah. and then you started yeah. on your own, like, September time, yeah. so... But, like, obviously, you have experience in a lot of other things before then. And you tested a lot of stuff on yourself. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's only a, a sample of one, but it is, you know, good knowledge. So. <laughs> do you wish you started CrossFit earlier? Uh, or do you feel like all the steps that you've taken, because you have had such, like, a diverse kind of, like, career in fitness... Doing it now. That's, that's what it's like your fitness career, isn't it? Like, like also in his actual regular career as yeah. well. <laughs> um, like, do you wish that you'd started sooner, or do you feel like all of those things have actually contributed to you actually being like a better CrossFitter now than yeah. if you'd just come in completely fresh? I don't really know. Well, <laughs> I've never, I I've never thought wish, about it. I wish yeah. I'd kept with it because when I first started, then joined the army, I wish I kept it up during the army because it would have helped everything. Anyway, but I just stopped and started. But I do think doing that powerlifting has meant that you've come in very strong. Yeah. So, like, those boxes are ticked, and now, I mean, your mobility is the thing that's really holding you back the most. Yeah, the powerlifting really didn't help us. No. (laughs) But I don't know if you would be that strong if you'd just stuck with CrossFit. Like, you might be better in other areas, but you wouldn't have that strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I've done the powerlifting, but it was boring and so destroying to do. Because I'm like burning, I get very bored of routine very, very quickly. So, again, the constantly different workout every time really works for me as well. Well, you're very new to CrossFit, Nick, aren't you? I am, I'm just over a year in. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, So, I'm 26 now, so I've always been um, kind of into being active um like kind of sports and things growing up i've done karate uh hockey netball all of those like things in school so i've always liked being active loved sports day so it's i would say that i am somebody who's very fortunate in the sense i do like being active and i do love fitness and i know not everybody does and that's something that i have to bear in mind as a as a coach now because not everybody has that natural desire to, to be active. It's very um, easy to say to someone, oh, just get to the gym and just do 20 minutes, yeah. actually. Yeah, if you don't, that, that thought is yeah, too much. Whereas I, yeah, I absolutely have you know, always loved being active. Um, and then kind of, it was actually when I then um, went to uni, I could actually then afford to like go to the gym and stuff. And I think I definitely came from a family of like, you know, the gym is for men, <laughs> um, men lift weights and things like that. So. Um, yeah, I, I did kind of like YouTube workouts and things like that. Um, definitely more like what I'd say was targeted towards women. So things like yoga, Pilates, stuff like that. Um, and then it was when I then got to uni where I was actually like, this is, I'm now living my life for me and like what I want to do. I didn't have anybody kind of influencing that anymore. Um, I signed up um, to a gym and this was a female only gym with only cardio equipment in. Um, and I thought that that was like, cause it was, it was cheap and, and, and everything like that. And I remember um, I was there for kind of like a couple of months and I was just thinking, I don't, I don't want to just keep like, being on the cardio machines. Um, I did enough kind of cardiovascular work through sport that I was playing at uni. So, and I knew I needed to be strong. Um, But to be strong, uh, people listening hopefully know that we need to eat to be strong. Uh, So this kind of, for me, then why I feel like only really in the last year, I've kind of made the most progress in the last kind of whole like what seven years of training because I've actually started eating uh, so for me kind of up until last year um, I was kind of in and out of um, 
the gym but kind of doing different styles of training so I, I did your classic kind of like was only training legs um only training my bum because then it was like okay women can lift weights but they can only grow their glutes yes. they can't have an upper body <laughs> they can't have an upper body um and I but how I then got into Poor the gym quads. Was, like, no quads, quads no quads it's at. literally just bum so I started off um we spoke about this in the first uh, podcast, like my first class was like a booty band class. So I started off doing a lot of classes at the gym and then kind of then gradually, 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 gradually um, built myself up to the point where I then got a PT and was with this PT for like over a year. And he was kind of really what, um, you know, taught me about weights and how to lift weights safely and correctly. He didn't really like look into like my nutrition and stuff like that so yes I was going to the gym and um you know smashing the gym like five six days a week um and all of that but I just really wasn't seeing that progress at all but I literally was you know eating about a thousand calories a day um and suffering um like with issues with with eating and I knew what I kind of again it was like an aesthetic thing I knew what I wanted to look like but I didn't know what it took to get there and it was so hard for me like growing up and having issues with food and eating but like kind of also having this other goal and I just kind of spent a long period of my life very unsatisfied with my body and performance. I think, do you know what, that is so many women out there as well, not to take this on that tangent, but I speak to, I hear about, I see so many women that see that sort of body that they want, you know, some definition, toning, whatever you want to call it, we'll get into that. Um, but just think the only way to get there is fat loss. Yeah. And so they just starve themselves thinking that's going to be the body that they want. But actually, like you say, you have to, to grow some muscle, which is how you get the definition. Yeah. You have to eat. So it was just like a, a really for about five or six years of battle. And it was only when... Um, uh, and I've always followed CrossFit as well. Like I've always been interested in CrossFit. And I remember the first time I saw somebody split jerk, I was like... I want to do that um, and like doing stuff on the bars and like toes the bars stuff like that I was thinking oh god I really want to do that but again to me it was just just didn't know how to get there um, and then it was then last year and I was like I'm gonna start CrossFit because to me CrossFit was something where I didn't have to worry about my appearance because CrossFit is very much on like what you do rather than what you look like and I needed that shift because like where I trained at other like commercial gyms and stuff like that there was mirrors everywhere and I that was an issue for me because all I could think about when I was working out was what I looked like and I knew CrossFit gyms were a bit more like grungy they don't have mirrors like that type of stuff and that is what I needed like for my recovery so um yeah I signed up to a CrossFit gym not this one but it just in terms of the, the box itself it wasn't a good fit for me but I didn't want to give up on CrossFit because it was a step in the right direction just maybe not exactly where I wanted to be um, and then I found out that this place opened um, and I joined here in about uh, March April time and I'm just so glad that I did I'm still very new um, and I kind of said to myself I'll give myself a year to learn about CrossFit and I've done that now and now I'm just living here <laughs> <laughs> um, moved in the complete opposite to Nick was not into sport well that's not true when I was a lot younger up to the age of about 11 I'd say I used to like going out you know to play down the park 
kicking a football about, climbing trees, you know, all of that stuff that children do. Um, and then when I was 11, I moved from Telford down to Kent. Uh, didn't obviously have any friends or anything. Started Still a new though. school. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did. literally contribute pure shit. <laughs> I'm one of the people are here. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but we know it, and that's the only reason we invite you also. <laughs> um, yeah, so then that all sort of got sidelined. And then didn't... I mean, even when I was going out to play and um, down the park and climbing trees and stuff, I still didn't enjoy, like, formal PE lessons. I was definitely not particularly sporty or fit. I would be the person that would sort of stand themselves at the back if it was, like, picking teams or whatever. Um, And that just sort of uh, got worse, I suppose, as I got older. So as a teenager, any excuse to get out of a PE lesson... I was there faking the notes, you know, faking pain. So I definitely was not that person um, that carried on with sports throughout their whole life. Uh, and then it got infinitely worse as I like got a job. I worked in a kebab shop. I worked opposite a butchers that sold like pies. Like I just put on the weight. That then made it more difficult for like everyday movement. Like even like walking to the corner shop or whatever, I just wouldn't do. And there's so many photos. I feel like we're going to have to draw out a lot of footage from this episode today. (laughs) But like there's a lot of photos of me if we've gone on like holidays. um, And obviously you want to explore the town and whatever, but I'm just like in pain from walking. I literally did have, I had to have physio because I'm hypermobile. And obviously putting that much weight Um, because I was about five stone heavier um, through your joints when they're not very stable they would like pop out and so I had to have like supports and things like that I had to go to physio so definitely was not that sort of person that's been fit their whole life I knew I was overweight so I was like oh you know I'll try the shakes and the whatevers and they didn't work joined a few different gyms I'd set myself up for failure by saying I'm going to go for an hour five times a week didn't do that, immediately wrote it off. Um, and then, yeah, initially, there, the whole thing snapped when there was one photo of me on a holiday, actually. And I looked at that photo and just thought, Jesus Christ. And I'm not saying that I don't now believe that hating yourself into change is the way to go, but that snap there, because I don't think I'd truly appreciated like how bad I'd let myself get. Um, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, I need to do something. So like immediately, and again, this doesn't work for all people. Again, we encourage lots of people to try and take one habit on at a time, go through it very slowly. But I was like, I need to make a snap change and my whole life changed from there. Um, So I went to Zumba, everything, my whole fitness journey really started with Zumba. Um, I don't even, like a friend went, she was like, oh, will you come and do this class with me? And I wasn't really that interested, but I was like, oh, fine, I'll do it with you. And then absolutely fell in love, ended up going like three times a week. And for me, the variation wasn't the thing because you'd do the same routine. I was doing that same routine three times a week. I would do two classes back to back, the same routines for two hours. So it wasn't the variation thing that drew me to CrossFit, but Anyway, um, so yeah, got into Zumba, but the Zumba was held in a gym. And then I was like, oh, I'll just do 10 minutes of extra, you know, stuff here, stuff there. Sort of got into lifting the weights a little bit, I guess, but didn't really know what I was doing. And it was definitely more machine-based than like free weights. And then we were watching a programme called um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Ranch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I watched oh. all of them in lockdown. Yes. Every single one. So it was such it was a good program. Yeah. We absolutely it loved incredible. it. But um, like, if you don't know what it is, it's basically like challenges face off against each other. They have to do like fitness tests, and then you get you get whittled down to like the last person, um, and then they have basically what is like an obstacle course, but like extreme obstacle course, um, and winner stays on. So every week somebody does the obstacle course, and if they don't finish it quicker than the person like the winner then the winner stays on and wins an extra 10 grand and there was this guy Tommy Hackenbrook who was the winner for so many weeks in a row and I just was in awe of him I was just like oh my god this guy can do anything like he doesn't have any limitations in his life and I think maybe you know feeling like I had to have these supports on to keep my joints in place and I was always ill and I didn't actually feel very invincible but he I, I felt I not fragile but like a bit like that and then he was just invincible like this guy could just do anything he it was just crazy and I was like I need to do that and again it was just like another snap change where I was like that's it he's a crossfitter I need to get into crossfit mm-hmm. yeah like Josh said we met then later as well crossfit um, and then I just carried on doing crossfit from there like you said got really into it started doing extra stuff on the side decided that I was going to do one day a week at crossfit but then carry on with my normal gym and like try and do some like crossfit programming in the normal gym mm-hmm. but it just wasn't the same like could not hit that same intensity didn't have the support of like the community around you and stuff so then eventually and everyone's looks at you don't they when you're in a commercial gym and you start doing like more functional fitness you do stuff. one burpee in a normal yeah, gym and like, like what <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how I felt so then yeah just transitioned purely into CrossFit and that's like well that's my life now so that I, I was losing weight going to Zumba and doing like the normal gym if you like but it really escalated when I started doing CrossFit and then changed my eating and I wasn't focused on just eating nothing which again we can do a whole episode on but um so then I just was like I need to tell more people about this and I think that's where the teacher in me like comes out and I just was like I need to teach other people how life can be better on the other side (laughs) so yeah and then here we are so yeah met Bernie at Swale CrossFit um and then we worked together for a bit and then we were like, we need to open this place and just, yeah, spread our message a bit more about how it can be a holistic, sustainable, lifelong change rather than like a six-week transformation. And like you say, just completely immersed myself in it. Like it wasn't just I went to the gym an hour a day. It was I went to the gym an hour a day, plus some accessory work in the morning, plus listen to all the podcasts, watch all the documentaries, yeah. follow all the yeah. athletes on um, Instagram, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is when you get into CrossFit, it's just, it can be very addictive because we're all the same. We all do that. Like we, we come here, we train, but actually that's the very small part of the day yeah. in, t- in terms of what, like, being a crossfitter and then it's not even the community outside like on the socials and whatever it's the community inside like we're always on whatsapp and messaging each other yeah. and organizing dinners out and stuff like you just live and breathe the people that you spend that one hour with <laughs> yeah 100 percent, definitely thanks for listening tune in next week for our first women's health episode see you then